Hello and welcome to another episode of Listenerland, and now officially Listenerland. Uh, we were called the Soundcheck Podcast or Soundcheck Podcast, which was more awkward in itself that we were called Soundcheck and not the Soundcheck because that's really a bad sentence. So we are now, as we've been announcing these episodes, Listenerland. Not the Listenerland. Not the Listenerland. Just Listenerland. Listenerland. It's a bit like Rainbow, but with a bit more swearing. Right. <laughs> yeah. So all those other who's actually live in Listenerland, you can now, you are definitely in Listenerland. And you can also watch us too, which is a, is a new experience for everyone. Yeah, it might not be a good one. You might need therapy after it. But yeah, you can now watch us. You may have heard Wayne's silky tones and thought, ooh, a supermodel. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then be highly delighted. <laughs> How disappointed you all are. <laughs> Yeah. It's not as good as you thought, is it? <laughs> and that's his good side. <laughs> yes, we must announce that we have got a guest in the house tonight. Uh, Louis, nice to see you. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> From across the pond. Yeah, well, you might as well do the introductions, Wayne, tonight. So, tonight, from across the pond, we have my, um, I'd like to say charming brother-in-law, but we'll just stick to the brother-in-law, Mr. Sean Connery. Hey. Hey, appreciate well, being here, guys. Well Thank you. <laughs> so we're going to we'll be uh, throwing some questions at him from uh, music across the lake. Yeah, we we're interested to get the American point of view because obviously our perspective of music is slightly biased because we we just take it from the UK side. But so we would like to get your side, okay? Just to get some balance, I suppose, really, or just a different eye on the what it's like, what how you perceive it how you perceive your own music as well as UK's and the rest of the world music, I suppose, or the ones that we find popular. Oh, you could say, a different ear. I could have caught, kept it short and sweet and said that, but I didn't want. Well, eyes, you know. You know but then again, mm. that's, that's why you were brainy. Uh, you're the big brain. <laughs> I, think, I feel like you're, you're mentally replacing brain with uh, ass. Well... I didn't what, want to a say big ass. Ass. what a big ass! <laughs> oh, you've got a big ass. Well, that's why I don't stand up. Uh, uh, so, any news to start with? Any music news? Any music news? Well, we have lost two people this week. Oh, We've lost we Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Sinead O'Connor has been. Uh, she was a. Uh, I was having a conversation with with my good lady wife Linda about this. And uh, and I said, she always sent to me to be the star that never came to fruition. She had all the ingredients to be good. She was good, but she was never mainstream. She was never, she never really broke through because she had the good looks. She had a distinctive style about her. She had the voice. She had a bit of attitude. She had a lot of attitude, really. But it never came to fruition, really. Never made her that superstar, and I think she had all the ingredients to do it. Do you not think that has something to do with that when she was 25 on SNL, when oh. she tore up the uh, Oh, the, the I, know, I, know, I know the reasons why yeah. she went... It's a shame, because that, that had a big all, effect, all the All the things were there in place for it to be... But the woman had issues. Oh, she was a troubled soul. She was a troubled soul. She had issues, and that got in the way of her success, uh, or it, it compounded her belief in herself, or whatever it did, but... Unfortunately, a son committed suicide last year, so that didn't help. No, and I don't know what the uh, what they've said the cause of death was. Well, it's not suspicious, is it? So you can only assume that. Well, I'm not going to assume anything. It's evident. Yeah, give me facts. Give me facts. Have you got them? Where have you got the facts? I've got no facts. No. Wait, who else have we lost? I'm sorry. Who else have we lost? We are. We lost the original bass player for the Eagles, Randy. Meisner. I, I you remember that I, well. No, yeah. I didn't. No, I didn't because he's been out at Eagle since about 97, I think. It might have been earlier. Somebody will probably correct us now. We're on YouTube. You can add comments on bottom. But I think it was 97 when he, he, he left and uh, he was the original bass player and founder of the Eagles. But he's died at 77. 77. Um, so yeah, that's my news for this week. That's two people. I hope we're not going to continue on this theme. <laughs> Every else? time we start talking, yeah. we talk about who's died. Who else has died? This. <laughs> I'm back on the subject of Shanira Connor. This is probably going to be an, an unpopular one. But 
Um, but you're going to continue with it. Uh, yeah. I, well, I mean, I know she was a troubled soul and stuff, and she had a really good voice, and she was an activist and an outspoken and ahead of her time. But does anyone know any other songs apart from, you know, Nothing Compares? I've, got, I've actually got a couple of singles. She did a, a cover, a really good cover of Nirvana. Um, what, was it, what was it now? It was... Uh, maybe Come As You Are or something like that, but it was very whispery. Yes, she did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, but I can't, to memory, recall one of her songs. I've got a couple of her singles somewhere in my collection, but I, at the moment I can't bring them to mind. And I'm yeah. not trying to be negative, sorry. I'm not trying to be negative, but what you're getting on, on the radio or on social media is that people are like, Oh, what a great loss. We're so sad and she was such a great talent. Like, she could have done with hearing that when she was alive, not when she was dead. Yeah, uh, that's Morris is saying pretty much the same thing as you're saying there. Why didn't you support her when she were in need of support yeah. instead of thinking how wonderful she is now? Well, that happens a lot, though. Mm. You know, after you lose an artist, you always say, oh, how great they were, but when they needed help, people weren't there for them. Yeah, yeah. I was all the time, don't you? Sure, yeah. of course. Why didn't somebody step up and say... Well, maybe they did. Maybe they did when she didn't want to accept any help. Maybe she had help, but it weren't working. We don't really know the story. Yeah. But I think you're probably right in what you said. They, were, they, they all come out after, after the event and say, yeah, well, we, we should have well, done this, we, we should have done, done that. that. And, well, yeah. Louis, you mentioned earlier about the SNL thing. Mm. I mean, in America, you cannot do something like that, like rip a picture up of the Pope, yeah. especially on Saturday Night Live, and expect the American people to, to follow you and love you. Because they're not going to do that. And uh, I think that's what more or less killed her career very quickly. Yeah, and that's when TV could end your career because it wasn't the internet then. So like, there's Absolutely. no social cancelling. Do they still hold that grudge with her now? Uh, she's not spoken of. No. So I, I would say no. I mean, um, on, on, I'm using Facebook as an example. Um, I have a lot of friends who are English and a lot of friends who are American and Canadian. And I can't recall any American or Canadian friend even mentioning her death. Really? On Facebook, yes, but wow. on, but on the other side, a lot of people from England are posting pictures of her and saying how much she's going to be missed. Wow. Well, things kicked off in America when John Lennon said that they were bigger than the Beatles, didn't they? Don't don't talk about religion. Well, yeah, yeah in, in in a negative way. Yeah. If you do it, they're going to hold it against Hence you. Hence the David Bowie line: "Lennon's on sale again because of uh, well, the ups and downs oh. of his mouth." <laughs> <laughs> it's such and a, geographical big, it's such a big deal, though, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes, uh, especially down in the south, yeah. where I live. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and religion is pretty big. Yeah, um, you know, so yeah, you, you don't you don't do anything, especially rip a picture of the Pope up on live TV. <laughs> it's frowned upon. It's frowned upon. <laughs> frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. Put it mildly. Yeah. <laughs> frowned upon. It's it's every, it's every Saturday afternoon in in England, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Becoming a national sport. Sure. Well, Saturday afternoon, push a pope over. Push a pope over. <laughs> Good at chipping, get your chips, and it's wrapped in picture of pope. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Nobody does. Just, just smile and nod. It's safe. <laughs> so yeah, we've lost. We've lost two people: Shane O'Connor and the original bassist. Yeah, not his name. Meisner, Meisner, Randy, Randy Meisner. Meisner. Sounds German. He might have been. Yeah. Does that make any? Here's what I learnt this week. Actually, speaking of uh, like unusual um, origins, Craig David. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Apparently, Craig David is not his real name. It's he's got a Jewish surname. It's very heavily Jewish. I think his mother's Jewish and his father's not. But um, yeah, he's like he grew up with a Jewish heritage. You wouldn't expect it. Do you think? Do you, well, why? He's a bit of a strange character as well. Listen to a podcast. Uh, that he was on with Louis Theroux, and he, he like he basically lived like Alan Partridge in a hotel for two years. Yeah, yeah, and in, in a very like just a basic hotel in Miami, just overlooking a car park. Apparently, <laughs> he doesn't like big places. Just and it was a small like it was a, a studio one, so his bedrooms in his kitchen, and his kitchen's in his living room. Oh right, yeah, and he doesn't unpack anything. Uh, why does he? Why did he need to change his name? I don't know. Maybe. Do you think? Did you think it might help the career if they got rid of the Jewish name? I mean, you ask Engelbert Humperdinck. No, well, that <laughs> might not be. No, but the reason I'm saying that is because Peter Green did the same, didn't he? He's called Greenbaum. Greenbaum. Oh, Green. Yeah, it's, I think it's pronounced Greenbaum. Oh, I've never heard of that surname before. Yeah, it's a Jewish name. Oh right. Okay. And he changed it to Green. Maybe it's to... so he could 
get on, I suppose. Maybe it's just so you don't get judged. Sorry? Maybe just so you don't get judged, you don't get any like predetermined ideas. Yeah, carries any weight, but... I mean, Craig David, especially because he's a, a, a mixed heritage person. Yeah, like, it might be confusing for it, a lot of people. Yeah, like, it's not, it's, I wonder, did he break it, like, 99? Yeah. It's probably not the easiest marketing thing to do. Yeah. Maybe fine now, but maybe not back then. Craig David, familiar, familiar to you? In, no. Not at all, no. no. It's, it's a juggler. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Juggler, he's very good, good at it. Yeah, yeah, very good. Do two balls. <laughs> wow, yeah. yes. I struggle with one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was probably one of the first really. No, it weren't actually. No, the first I was going to say exploit the the, the voice. Uh, the, the, what do they call that voice machine that they do for getting the pitch right? No, it wasn't one of those. It wasn't. A, it wasn't he had that strange thing on his yeah, voice. Yeah, no, that's just how he sung. What's it, it called? He was. He was. He was part of the UK garage uh, garage scene. Okay. Um, and he did some called Seven Days and yeah, what the call that machine? Auto tune. Auto tune. Yeah. He, 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 no, he did use a lot of auto tune. You could tell with that vocal. I would. You remember that thing? I would that differ that and beg. Did? Yeah, share. If, if yeah, you believe share, it. No, no, no. Share no. the same type of no. silly. Do you process know? vocals. Here's the thing about that share song uh, called "Believe." By the way, uh, that was an accident. Really? And they thought, oh, that sounds good. We'll keep it in because it warbles, doesn't it? It, yeah, it goes, does. It yeah. goes to extreme. It was yeah. an accident. Oh well, it created a, a genre. To be fair, I find most of the things Cher did was uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <But> that, <laughs> <what>? accident. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What was Cher's last name? Oh, I can't remember. She's uh, um, Lapietzi. Uh, no, it wasn't Lapietzi. <laughs> Only a buffoon would think that. <laughs> Only a buffoon. a buffoon. Do we know any buffoons? <sighs> <laughs> no, a silver fox. Ah, oh, we know a silver fox. Um, That's a bit of an in-joke, folks, so you have to bear with us on that In one. fact, you should have heard that if you're a, a frequent listener. That's from a previous episode with John. Is that what it's called? Previous yeah, it's episode called with, with John. John. Yes. It's called with John. It's called Stuck in a Lift with John for an and hour. There was a bit of a competition as, as to what Cher's second name was, and John was convinced it was La Piazza and something like that, and Louis was convinced it was something else, and... I wasn't convinced. I knew it was something else. Oh, because you are so confident. <laughs> yes. And then actually, you were right. That's right. <laughs> again. Yes, again. <laughs> it's not easy being this clever. No. Yeah. no. The amount of clippings you have. Yeah. Yeah. The man with the laptop's always right. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, is it this week, celebrates 38 years uh, since Live Aid. 38 years. I think it's 38 years, isn't it? It is, right. yeah. 1985. 85, yeah. wasn't it? 38 years since Live Aid. I couldn't believe it when I read it. Where's that gone? Where's no, that I wouldn't have thought 38 years. Where has that time gone? You know, it was funny. Um, we moved from Canada to England two days before Live Aid. And I remember sitting at my grandma's, I was watching it. And it was just, yeah, I mean... So you were in England, did you? Yeah, I was living in England. I, oh, we right. had just moved to England at right. that time, yeah. And how did you... How old were you at the time? I was 11. 11? Yeah. Right. You take it on differently at 11, didn't you? I just appreciate good music, you know? Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. 16 hours of good music. Yeah. Not all the time, I'm afraid. Not so much in Philadelphia. <laughs> no. 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 There's some truth in that. There's some bits and pieces there that was... Not, well, you know, going on to the, and I live in America now, and if you, you talk to Americans about Live Aid, and it'll be a pretty short conversation. Really? Yeah, really? there's not really a whole lot of history and memories in America for Live Aid, what? or at least from what from my experiences. Is that because oh. they can't remember it, or they just didn't watch it? A bit of both. Really? Yeah, I think a bit of both, yeah. And I think it a lot... underwhelmed by it? Yeah, but you also think a lot of the American... Um, Top stars at the time didn't even attend Live Aid. I mean, you've got Bruce Springsteen wasn't there. No. Um, Michael Jackson, Prince. Yeah. Um, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Well, Stevie Wonder didn't do it because he felt that uh, there was not enough minorities asked to perform. Mm. Diana yeah. Ross didn't go. No. You know, no, so there, there were a lot of top uh, musicians that didn't attend. Well, that in itself is a good reason why we had you on today because we never realised that. Yeah. We yeah. never knew that. We just yeah. saw the ones that we, we think would be great and that's the UK audience. Like We are like, oh, mm. Led Zeppelin reformed since the death of the drummer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although with Phil Collins. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Ario Speedwacky was on. Yeah. Does that count? <laughs> no. 
<laughs> you said Phil Collins. He was the first person to perform in two con- two continents in one day. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Fi- he finished at Wembley, got on Concord, God rest their soul, and flew straight across to uh, Philadelphia and but performed. do you know how Phil Collins got from Wembley to the Concord? Helicopter? Uh, and do you know who flew that helicopter? No. No. A little known legend as Noel Edmonds. Really? Get out. Noel Edmonds flew the helicopter. Uh, for those of you at home who don't know who Noel Edmonds is, he's famous for inventing the goatee beard. Uh, he was a swapper on TV. He held a house party where people got gunked. A Mr. And, Blobby. And he opened mystery boxes. Mr. Blobby. Yes. No tiny beard was his nickname. <laughs> no tiny goatee beard. And what was the other significant thing about Phil Collins' flight on Concord? Uh, he, I don't know. He met somebody on the plane. He met somebody. Yeah. Uh, somebody famous? Pilot. Well, she might <laughs> think so, yeah. She might think so. Oh, I don't know. You okay, we've already mentioned Diana. We, we, we Diana? Already, we've already mentioned that. He met Cher on the plane. Oh, no right. kidding. Yeah, Cher was going back to America, for, and she claimed to know nothing about Live Aid. She didn't know it was actually happening. And, of course, he told the whole story about it. And he convinced her to go to... JFK in Philadelphia, and she came on stage as they all got together at the end of the night and, you know, sang the last little bit, and she came on then. Oh, but she wasn't cool. invited. She wasn't asked to come on and sing. She didn't know nothing about it. No kidding. I didn't know that. I know Foreigner tried to get on as well, didn't they? But they got um, knocked back because there was no time slots available. Who did? Foreigner. Really? Yeah, they, well, wanted, they, uh, they wanted to play. Yeah. But there were no time slots available, so they got refused. This is one of the things that annoyed uh, Bob Geldof because one of the opening acts was a band called The Hooter. And nobody knew who The Hooter were, apart from people who lived in Philadelphia because they did only just released their first album and they were quite hot in the Philadelphia area and that was about it. And he's saying, what are these on for? But it was a case of the two promoters, the American promoter and the English promoter. Well, the American promoter must have had something to do with the Hooters because he insisted that they were on. I think they were second act on or something like that. I think, did John Byers open it or something like that? I don't, I couldn't recall. And then they weren't at first acts on. And uh, he, he, would play, he went mad. He, I've never heard of them. They shouldn't be on. We should be having top line guests on to get as many people interested in the show so we can get more money and all this. You begin the argument for it, which is right. But it turns out, no, no, we're going to have the Hooter. The Hooter. It weren't Hootie and the Blowfish, it was the Hooter. So anyway, the Hooter what, played. Just him solo? I'm sorry? Just him solo without the Blowfish. Without the Blowfish, <laughs> just the Hooter. So they played, and I don't know how popular they were, I don't know how they went down, but Bob Geldos was not happy. He was not happy. But they had their revenge in 2003, 2004. They were playing in Germany. And who opened up for him? Blowfish without Ute. You're close, but no, she got Bob Geldof did. <laughs> oh, he opened up for them? Yeah. Oh, right, right, okay. And so they didn't hold any grudge against The them. one thing I can't understand with the USA one was, why did they have Black Sabbath on so early? Well, they on at somewhat like 10 past 10 or something like that in the morning? 10 o'clock. But, let's, but, but let's think about this. Ozzy Osbourne, 80s. If yeah, you have him on later, he'd be absolutely yeah. wrecked. Yeah. He, he wouldn't be very good later on. They don't get up on. on midday. I was going to say, it was, it was, it will still be wrecked from the night before. Well, he was still out from the night before. I was going to say, he probably went straight from wherever he was falling down, straight to concert, did his three tracks, and then went back to the bar that he'd just left. And <laughs> so. how excited would the audience be at 10 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Sing along to... Yeah. Paranoid. And I don't know. Iron Man. I went back and had a look at the clip of it, and he's wearing this... John Collins suit. <laughs> Does he know? And he's slightly overweight. Yeah, he's, he's indulgent years, yeah. Yeah, he's slightly overweight. I'm not going to say too much about that. I've put a couple of ounces on myself, but I'm not Ozzy Osbourne. And he's trying his best to get the audience going. And, and you've got Tony Imo with his black leather jacket on and crosses hanging from all the tassels on the sleeve. <laughs> but the thing where the, the, the story I like about Ozzy Osbourne and the... Uh, uh, and the show, when they arrived, they arrived at something like nine o'clock, they pulled up in this min- minibus limo type thing and waiting for them to get out was this uh, broadcasting company who were doing it, I think they were doing it live on air and they got uh, 
the news anchor, whatever she were called. And oh, here's Black Sabbath. <laughs> Mr. Naomi, Mr. Naomi. No, he were off. He's not answering. Ozzy, well, how are you doing? Yeah, very good. Uh, what are you going to treat the audience to today? What are you going to, on this wonderful day, we're all raising money for the, uh, for the good cause. What do you think, for the starving children, for the starving children, what are you going to treat the audience with today? I think we're going to do a rendition of Food Glorious Food. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. No, he did not. Did he really? That's Ozzy wow. for you, isn't it? Wow. That's Brilliant. <laughs> so, the UK road crew... No, they didn't, by the way. No. no. <laughs> the UK road crew uh, said that they, there was, there's only one person that they were aware of that was sober at the UK one who performed and who was immaculately dressed. Do you Bowie. know David Bowie? Bowie? Yeah, yeah. David Bowie. Oh, that was easy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. anyone that was sober. Really? Yeah. Well, he didn't. He, he, he cleaned himself up after low, didn't he? The album yeah, low. he still drank, though, didn't he? I don't know. He was an alcoholic. Well, uh, maybe he didn't then. Yeah, he smoked. Well, that's not drinking. But that's not drinking. So, so apparently, at the UK one, backstage, Elton John did the barbecues for all turns, for all acts. He were on the barbecue stand. Did it? Ten of the sausages. Yeah. No yeah, apparently that's what that's what they were doing well, until they this, this Apparently there were just three porter cabins backstage and the food. And you had twenty minutes before you went on and twenty minutes after you'd finished to, to just be in these porter cabins and that were it. And then you could just hang around do what you wanted. And then to you go. went and got your uh, your big sausage and off Then you went Elton. and got your sausage off Elton and then you just mo- mooched around. Yeah. Yeah. Big sausage, you sure? Well, you know. Chipolata. However, it oh. wasn't uh, as much a success as people like to think, though. What is Why? barbecue? Well, the barbecue was a, was a raging, oh, right. raging success. Rampant, was it? Rampant success. Um, people were frothing at the bit to get there. Oh, I bet there was. But the, the Live Aid itself wasn't that much of a success. In respect of, so the BBC uh, had investigated where the money had gone, because it said it was supposed to be. Oh, yeah. Originally, it was... So originally, the the with the single, they wanted to raise a million pounds to buy trucks for the logistics to get food to the you know worn torn places. Yeah. Um, but they raised a lot more than that, and that's just with the single. And then with yeah. the concert, they raised a lot more. But a lot, I think it was like ninety six million went to uh, War Rebels. Yeah, we said didn't it? What the rumor went around that it, it yeah, went it went down to uh, warfare, didn't yeah, it? And it, guns. It was what it ended because because Africa. Uh, uh, the continent in certain areas is corrupt, corrupt, mm. and the money was Are taken sure? and bought. It, people bought magnum lollies, you know. Yeah. This. Well, this was the thing they were supposed to give it to non-government organisations, or as Wayne likes to do everything in, in just in initials, NGOs. NGOs. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, AC. <laughs> he was, the, it was supposed to go to non-government. No, no, he didn't play. No, he didn't. Did he? No. AC. Supposed to go to non-government organisations so that they could filter it out, but they did get their hands on it. I didn't know it was that high. Oh yeah, and, and that's so. I think twenty percent of it went. Some numbers I can't quite remember, but it was like ninety-six million from the UK one went ended up in the hands of um, warlords and stuff. Um, but the single. This is what annoys me. There's so Warlords. many rich Warlords. politicians out in Africa because they're all bloody corrupt. It's hardly surprising, though. I mean, it's it, not surprising. It, it, it's not surprising at all. I mean, no. a lot of these events, the money just very rarely does it go where you want it or hope that it will get to. He that, tried that's his unfortunate. Best. Bob tried his best. Yes, what that one of the reasons why MJ said that he wasn't going to Michael Jackson do it <laughs> because he didn't um, he didn't believe in them those type of charities because there were never any receipt for where the money was actually going to be going to. That was the that was probably his unofficial stance. Yeah. His official stance was he was busy making other other albums and other other songs, other music at the time. And he didn't like to tour, did he? He hated what, touring. What what would he have been doing in eighty five then? Uh, bad. Bad would bad, it have been? We're getting ready for bad. Bad came out in 86, 87. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thriller what? was 83, 84. It, yeah, so it would have been in that period of transition from Thriller was, to uh, Bad, wouldn't he, it? He was too busy writing Say, Say, Say with uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah. yeah. What a classic. Oh, classic. 
I'm a forever lover, man. No, you're lying. <laughs> Ebony and Ivory. He did that one as well. And apparently, Ebony and Ivory, yeah. Apparently, although Geldof and Majua put all the bag of mashings all together. Bag of mashings? They didn't do roll-ups, Wayne. They didn't? Well, <laughs> I've had roll-ups. Probably some of them did. But apparently, the, the original idea came from... Any ideas? Boy George. Boy George, yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it was all his idea, wasn't it? Well, he, he, he mentioned it to Bob Geldof. They wanted yeah. to just do the record. And they said, he said, well, why don't you do a big concert, a big fundraiser? And that's a good idea. Mm. Things like that just need one comment and it snowballs, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially in that industry, that circle of people. Because yeah. Yeah. they all want to be that person that's thought of it, don't they? Yes. Especially something that big. And they want to be that person that's seen as, as much as the deny that in the like oh it's all for a good cause and they want to be seen oh, of course seen. of course i like i like the uh, when the they all gathered in america to make the the christmas song in that january quincy jones met him and he says leave your egos at the door and stevie wonder says or else i'll drive your home <laughs> Wait, that, that was uh, We Are The World. Is that We Are yeah. The World? Yeah. Same thing, that, that, no, that wasn't Live Aid. That was like the... Oh, that, was, sorry. that was the American version. So, um, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I still yeah. like the story. I'm sorry, but I'm going to use it. Yeah. Well, the English did it first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then it was the, uh, the Americans, and then uh, Canadians did one as well. Yeah. 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 So the, the... What, just with Canadian people in it? Yes, correct, yeah. yeah. About right. me, two or three musicians. Yeah. I'm only joking. Just a solo artist, then. The, the Brian U- Adams. <laughs> the UK one. Um, so I, I watched the Wham documentary recently, which is on Netflix, and I knew this, this story anyway, but... Um, Not all of it. I was surprised with some of it, because we've watched it. Yeah, um, but so George Michael had set his plan that he wanted to write a Christmas number one. He was and, great. And, and he, he wanted to... He wanted to have four number ones this year, and his writing was getting better. Anyway, he wrote... Last Christmas, and it was like, "This is a banger. This is it. This is going to get us a Christmas one. It's going to be a smash hit." And then he was asked to join Live Aid, and yeah. it, it performed in Live Aid, and it's like torn between, like he knew that this song was going to knock him off the top, and he was so mardy, weren't he? Well, yeah, he was young and he was mardy, and he admits it. He was like, it was just greed. It was ego taking over. Sure, but like, it was like a bit torn because he wanted obviously like all this money to go to charity, and but he also wanted number one. Um, but obviously, he just ended up going to number two, um, and I don't think they got to number one. I don't think uh, Last Christmas got to number one until like two thousand and eight or something like that. But I didn't know this that that Wham gave up all the proceeds of the money to charity as well. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. That's that's amazing because it was that's a massive good. hit for yeah. them. Because they were skint at the time. Yeah, they needed money. They needed the money. They yeah. got screwed out of a contract and they decided that... Like they all do. Yeah, but for some reason they decided... Well, it's probably the shame of, of Live Aid uh, that they just give the money to charity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember seeing that bit. It's there. Oh, okay. Well, I don't deny it. Yeah, it's good, that. I like that. The, one of the other interesting stories that I, f- I found amusing about the English version. So you've got a potential audience of 1.9 billion people watching you, all over the world. You've got an audience in front of you at Wembley Stadium. What did it hold? 79,000, 80,000? Something like that, yeah. Something, yeah, something think, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you thought to yourself, right, what's the best way of giving myself maximum publicity? I'm here, to, you know, I'm going to promote myself while I'm here. I might as well do a good job of it. I know. I'll sing a song that nobody knows. Oh, Adam Ant. Correct. <laughs> yeah, some people use it to promote. Correct. Could you believe he did that? No. He had goody two shoes. And Why? He came out there with his new material. Sorry, I take that back. That's Wayne's catchphrase. Why? 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 <laughs> yeah, but why? I just don't get it. <laughs> I just don't understand. Yeah, why? I, it's, it's terrible. It I don't know what it was. Death silence yet. across the audience that he was performing. Oh, okay. Fancy a pint? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bathroom break. Didn't work at all, did it? No, didn't not at all. at all. Did he just do the one song? No, I think he did a couple of songs, didn't he? Yeah, I yeah. can't remember now. Yeah, again, I just, it, it, it shows how memorable. Yeah, yeah it you just remember it, that. It, everything else just paled in comparison to that moment of stupidity. Yeah. Apparently, the sh- shortest set was uh, Elvis Costello's. 
It's just the one. He did it? one song and it were a cover. One did one of his own. All you need is love. And that's all. He did, yeah. He didn't even do one of his own songs. But he, he got them all a, singing. He did a cover and then went. Yeah. I think he's. I think singing. his burger were done. Everyone <laughs> shouted him. <laughs> he got them all right, singing. Right, you got one. You got one song because his sausage is going burnt. Yeah. He got sausage them all is singing. ready. He got Surely them all me with sausage singing jokes. a good song. Uh, but Adamant got them all just going to burger van. Yeah. Well, why not? Do you uh, do you know the the the, the biggest blunder of the whole the whole event across blunder across the pond? Yeah, it's Jimmy Page's guitar were out. It's known as the bum note, the yeah. bum yes. note. Yes, Collins. No, no. no. Wait a minute. Oh, give him a minute. On this. Give him a minute. We on haven't this. got a minute. We're recording. Spandau Ballet. I'll, no, I'll, I'll give you a clue. They named them twice. Duran Duran. Duran In case you're unfamiliar That's with it, right. I I have a clip that we uh, we can play. Oh, brace right. yourself. Get ready for this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not noticeable, is it? <laughs> was that me singing? <laughs> or d- well, it was yeah. Dickinson, that one, it. Don't you think, though, it's good? What's good? What's good? The fact that it's there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. they didn't take it out. And they yeah. were like big in the 80s. No, because they, they, they couldn't. This was the their squeaky time, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, the te- it, technology well, it, wasn't there yeah, then. It proves that even professionals at yeah. some stage of that stature, of that, because they were what, at that time, weren't oh, they? Samuel Bond? Yeah. Huge. Yeah. They were ridiculed. And even they make mistakes. Of course. There was like headlines Th- like there failing was no in front of 90 billion. Tapes. I mean, Bruce Dickinson's made a career out of it. <laughs> there were no backing tapes. There were no auto-tune. It no. were all, get up and do it. Yeah. And yeah, mistakes were going to be made. But just as that stopped and the music went down, I'm sure you can hear in the background, somebody shouted... Who wants this last burger? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, actually, he can't win because that was Philadelphia. I mean, he's got a... No, he was uh, still cooking. He, he was, was still, still cooking. cooking. <laughs> he was on, on Concord with Phil Collins. Walkie-talkie. <laughs> but I'll tell you what I did notice, though, in the American one, and it was slightly off-putting. Uh, there were some terrible shows. Shows? Yeah, in England. They've got the cameraman being followed by the cable guy, or whatever they were called, and he, they're all in white. In America, they've got these shorts that men shouldn't wear. No, oh, like those running shorts. Oh, the yeah, they're shorts. All, yeah, they're all flitting about route stage. Ray Wilkins shorts. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Second what skin. What sort of show is this? That's why, that's why a lot of people didn't turn up, you know. They yeah. didn't know what was going on. And apparently, did you know that Jimmy Page's guitar were out of tune? Was it? Oh, well, he's made a lot of excuses Ooh. over the years about this, but... He, he let, and, let's just think about what you've just said. Apparently, he said he got under the guitar as he walked on stage, and when he played it, it was out of tune. Now, Jimmy Page is would have extremely successful uh, session musician for ten years, well over ten years. He was in a band that was probably the most popular band at the time in the world, and is still extremely popular today. Do you think he doesn't know how to tune a guitar? Well, I wouldn't have thought he's ev- he even tunes his own guitars. Well, I'm sure there were a guitar tech there, but I'm sure the first thing he's going to do when he picks it up is going to. I would. Throw it. I would have thought the last thing that Jimmy Page does no, is tune a no. guitar. It, well, you, you would it, think as soon as he walks on a stage, he's going to strum that guitar one f- time. Yeah, and, and, he's going to find out. Yeah. Well, he's got. He's got. And he knows he's got how a, to retune sure, it. He's, a he's got a guitar tech for that. He don't. He don't tune his they, guitars. No yeah. chance. Yeah, he's, nah, he's a perfectionist. He knows his stuff, and he'd be able to do it on the fly. But well, I knows. mean, even if he were like, was it that bad? That is it noticeable? I've not listened to it. Well, I've, it's I've shocking, not. is it? Well, it's tuning. It's not so much his tuning. He blames his tuning because. Oh, well, I, I I blame him because he blames everybody else. He's always blamed everybody. I'll go else. blame him then. Yeah, without yeah. question, I'm with you. Yeah. He's always blamed everybody else. He blames Phil Collins, but Phil Collins were fetched in, not knowing there was a second drummer. Right, uh, Terry Thomas, Tony Thomas, Tony Thomas. I think we'll play in from the drummer from Sheik. But you see, Phil Collins has got a very successful solo career, so he's come on not knowing that this got this other second drummer. So when you've got two drummers, you play together steady. You don't go mad because you've got to play in with with each other. Little fills in between, but keep it straight. So this Thomas character's 
really giving it some. He's, he's going. He's going for the big time because yeah. he knows that this looks like a reunion for Led Zeppelin, mm -hmm. and he wants to be the drummer. Sure. So and he's playing with Phil Collins. Sorry? And he's playing with Phil Collins. And he's playing with Phil Collins. And Phil Collins don't want the gig. He wants to get up and walk off. Yeah. And so he's thinking, I best just keep right at where this kid because he's, he's off. So he's air, airplane. He's not actually, a lot of the time, he's not actually eating drums. <laughs> he might be eating snare, but he's not eating drums because he doesn't want to get it where what he's doing, thrashing about. Right, right. And he, so Jimmy Page, yeah, another beer's just been handed to me. And he says, vocation. Ah. Well, apparently I, I read on that one. Hold on, say it again. I've muted you. What, again? <laughs> Thank you. I, I read on that one that the reason why they had two drummers, it was because it was the first gig after uh, Bonham's death. Yeah. And they thought it needed two drummers to fill his shoes. Yeah. No, that's, I don't think that. I think that's because he played. Well, you know, he was a very aggressive player, very loud. Yeah, and they, were, but it, they you said don't take that, two drummers to cover one. Well, it was. You're talking about Phil Collins, and he's one of the best drummers in the world, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's John got Bonham that reverby sound. John Bonham went, went, went Zeus. No, no, well, but he was a very loud drummer, and they said that they needed two yeah. to compensate. No, I'm, not, for I'm not buying that for one second. So they got two drummers that they didn't need and a tuned, untuned guitar. So it was a great performance. Oh, they, they loved it. It was shocking. And, and he'd been playing three straight <laughs> nights previous to that, Jimmy, uh, uh, Robert Plant. He'd yeah, been, what we were on tour, he'd, wasn't He'd it? had three gigs previous to that. So he was hoarse, he could hardly sing. All right, they were doing it as a, you know, they were throwing themselves in at deep end, but don't make excuses <laughs> that saying it was somebody else's fault. I mean, well. in a way, it's like... A perfect storm is it that it, it, they, the great band fails on on like in front of millions, billions. But you, then you get Queen, the who at the time went weren't absolutely mad when they came on. But Queen at the time weren't that popular. They were almost breaking up. Freddie's obviously got something wrong with his throat because he's he's got the 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 bug that was going around in the eighties. In you know, yep. uh, and they smashed it. It's twenty four minutes, and it's oh, best. Yeah. It's it's down as one of the best the best sets in rock and roll and history. Do you know why? Instead of doing, like Adam Ant did, things that people didn't know, or they did three numbers of extremely popular numbers. Oh, they did the hits, yeah. They did, they did a medley of all the hits, and they squeezed it into 20 minutes or whatever it was, 21 minutes. Mm. And it's been recognised as a best set, best live recording. Well, I, I don't think you're going to get anybody to argue with, are you, really? <laughs> Even yeah. the way that you engage with the audience, the, the old A.O. Even oh, that's what, what did they call that? I don't know. AO? No, yeah. no, the AO. Oh, right. It's, become, AO. it's got its own, it's become the note that was heard around the world. Oh. That's what it's known as. Yeah. Now. Yeah, because it was. Do you know how much the live aid tickets in England cost? Five, five pounds. I'm intrigued about that, yeah. You're wrong. Five five pounds. Well, 20 it, pounds. It, it was tw 25 pounds. 20 pounds went to charity yeah, and yeah. a five for the ticket. And how much did the American ones cost? Oh, I, I have no idea. $35. Okay. Well, I didn't know that one. Uh, back in the so day, that's still twenty research, pounds, but not enough. So that would be no, what? no. I just knew that. Yeah, back uh, then, uh, that would have been twenty pounds. <laughs> that would have been twenty pounds. That would have been twenty pounds back in the mid eighties. Right. Yeah. I don't know if there was a, a charitable donation accompanied uh, with that, but it was eighty-five dollars. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about the uh, the possible Beatles reunion that would have happened at Live Aid? Uh, well, I mean, there was always Live Eight, which ironically was in two thousand five. Well, they were saying that. Uh, George Harrison, Ringo Starr, Paul McCartney were going to perform together, and Julian was going to set, stand in for John. Ah, but it it never happened. I mean, that would I be never good. heard that. Yeah. For what yeah. reason though? I, I don't know the reason uh, as to why. I was just wondering if you guys had heard that story. No, I've not heard that. Because there was talks no. about. Would that. they have done UK one, not America? UK for you. Yeah, it would have done the UK one. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, no, I don't, I don't. I just no, know. that's the one on me. Yeah. And it's an interesting question, actually, because I'd never thought of that. I just never put them back into equation, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah uh, well... Because he was there, weren't he? Yeah, yeah, they were going to do it, and neither one of them performed. They all pulled out. Right. Well, do you think if they would have done it, they would have stayed reformed? No. What, with no. Julian standing no. in for John? Yeah. I, no. I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't well, know. They'd have no, just done it as like a, a one-off thing then, and then gone back the separate no. ways. I mean, the who reformed? 
yeah. for that occasion. Yeah. Oh yeah, wait, I've got. There's a story about the who, isn't it? Like, so they, they get a set, a set amount of time on stage, mm. and yeah. then a red light comes on, yeah. and apparently Pete Townsend, being a, the lovely man he, he is, yeah, he smashed <laughs> just it. just stood on the red light, like yeah, broke it. Oh, I just don't like the man. <laughs> you if what? you're watching, do you know what I see? I don't like you, <laughs> <laughs> Peter. No, Pete. I'm calling Pete. Yeah. Do you know what just I think he is? To me, he's the Roger Waters of the who. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think he wants he, he wants so much critical acclaimment. He wants to be known as someone great, and to some circles, I'm sure people love him. It's yeah. just I, it does nothing for me. No, I don't. Me, I've never been a. No, I've never been a. I tell you what, I'm a bit surprised at. I said that I, I look. I went back and I had a look at it, some of the clips, and one of the clips I had a look at was was the Who, and he's playing a Schecter, a, a gold Schecter. Well, I weren't expecting it. It looks like a telly. And I, I weren't expecting that because I was expecting to play a Les Paul or something like that. He's playing a gold Schecter. So I thought, oh, oh. But apparently he played a black and white gold, uh, black and white uh, telly style Schecter previous to the clip I'd seen. After a bit of research, I found out that that guitar actually went up for auction. Bob Geld have twisted his arm and says, you're going to have to put it up on auction and raise some more money. So I don't want it one of my favourite guitars. He says, you know, you're going to have to put it up for auction and well, sell he it. He didn't smash it. <laughs> well, there's a thing, you see. You never see him smash all these really good guitars, no, do you? Well, it's cheap squires and things right, like that. Right, John was it. pointing out the other week that yeah, he, he did, they were probably yeah. point, picked a crap one up from Wings yeah. and then didn't smashed it out of that. To, what, did, he, did he say something about Cher? Sure. Them Cher sure ones. Them guitar, is it Cher sure guitars? I don't know. Sure, share S, as you pronounce it. Yeah, S, it. sure. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be shouting at me now. He'll be shouting. He will. He will. Is it S H U R? Sure. What about him? Isn't didn't John say they were the guitars that he used to go back to play the track that he was going to smash the guitar up? Or Squires. Uh, or it was like Squires. Or it's Squires. I think he were on about. Um, Richie Blackmore at the time, oh, and he Blackmore, used to, he right, used to right, he used to right. put his nice one down that he really liked, and then pick up a squire and smash that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so he's he's got this sector, this black and white sector, and he's decided that he's going to, uh, after a lot of persuading from Bob, he's going to put it on auction. He got thirty four thousand pound for it at auction, so. That all went to a good cause. Well, we think it did. Oh, yeah. yeah. We hope it did. But well, we just talked about that, yeah. so we don't know, right? So we know some, Niger did. some Nigerian guerrillas. Yeah. yeah. So Strumming got, the guitar. They got, got an extra <laughs> two rounds of ammunition about that, didn't they? So, yeah. unfortunately. Well, we weren't there, so we don't know. But we have a good idea. So, back in States, do you think the UK one would have been watched like we watched the American one? Um... I, I I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Um, I, again, I was over here, so but I, just the whole live aid thing thing itself is it, not spoken of. You know, I mean, like over here, I remember like the twentieth anniversary. There was a big thing done about it, twenty fifth yeah. anniversary, and all that. But I, I don't recall anything that big being. Was spoken it advertised about. well? I, I was over here, so I I don't know. Well, no, I mean the build up to it. You said See, I, I, well, I was in Canada. So what was it built up there? Um, you know, like advertisements, because we were getting it for quite some time. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you event. were. I'm sure you were. And and you know, I was, like I said, I was 11 years old, so I couldn't really tell you for sure. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it was. Uh, and I, I think at the time it was quite a big thing, but looking back in time, I don't think it, people it don't celebrate big. the event like we do. Yeah, it. it, 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 it I, I think Americans file it under the whole Willie Nelson thing, feed the farmers. Right. You know. Yeah, because a lot, a lot of people didn't want to do it because they, they thought it would the, their attention. I think uh, Bob Dylan said something about wouldn't it be better to feed the farmers rather than do that? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Well, and that started up later on, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah, that. not not too much, not too much for, uh, further on from that, but yeah, yeah, that was quite a big thing at the time. Yeah, and it, that's continued. Yeah. Yeah, on that's a much a big, smaller that's scale, a big though. Deal, is it not? Yeah, it's not as big as it was. It's not as big as it was. But it has continued, though, Yes, it? it has, yes. Ah. So not just in Live Aid, then, in the music as a whole overall, what would you say is the difference between Canadian people listening to music, Americans and British? Or 
European should be the, the, I find the British are much more passionate towards live music. Yeah, really? Than, yeah, without question. Yeah, without question, from what I've seen. See, what I want them to fetch over here is, um, we've done it before, tailgating. Oh, yeah. They just don't get that over here. No, yeah. Um, and I, I so wish they would. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but when Wayne came over about to the States about 10 years ago, we took him to a Jimmy Buffett concert. And um, the, the whole experience of seeing Jimmy Buffett is about 10% show, 90% pre-show. Yeah. So the concert starts at about 7 o'clock. Everybody starts meeting up around 10 a.m., and they set up a big, gigantic tailgate. People pull up in their RVs, their SUVs, their trucks, and they start drinking alcohol from 10 a.m. But they make their own beaches. They fetch, they fetch sand and port sands and make their own beaches with palm, blow up palm trees and flamingos and swimming pools. It's absolutely amazing. It's yeah. fantastic, They, they yeah. have big blocks of ice on back at pickups, and it's all carved out, so they pour it in top. You lay under a truck, and it goes all the way through this ice, oh. and then... You have to catch it. I feel like I'm missing something here. It, Trucks, brilliant. vehicles, and alcohol. Oh, yeah. It's the American way. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you, you, you hope there's one sober guy in the group, right? <laughs> so, so this is why Jimmy Buffett's become so rich then, because nobody gives a damn what he sings. Well, They're all drunk. Oh, no. Jimmy Buffett, he's not just a musician. He, he's a businessman. He's an investor. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's, the whole Margaritaville thing is just yeah, gigantic. The, the music side of it is incidental isn't it yeah he uh, actually in atlanta he um bought a faltering water park on lake lanier islands and i uh, changed it to margaritaville and it's yeah it's gigantic yeah i'm yeah, making a profit now um yeah yeah it's doing very very well it's very it's busy a lot of the times he's knocking on now isn't he yeah yeah he's pushing on a bit but he's he's living the life i mean what a lifestyle that guy's got I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. he floats from island to island yeah uh, i know the feeling yeah i've been i've been there yeah yeah but who needs that when you have River Dawn, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and Sprott, bro. <laughs> Skagness, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Just close your eyes, you could be anywhere. Yeah, you could. I mean, it's only the greatest river in the world, right, if it's called Don. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but but heard, you, know, you don't argue with the Don, do you? No, you don't. I've heard, actually, some people in Hawaii, actually, lay on the beach and shut their eyes and think... You Think of be, the dawn. You could be. You, you could. We could just be in Skegness right now. <laughs> Skeg Vegas. <laughs> just imagine your fingers smelling like two pence, kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wrong. <laughs> or, or a penny. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you when you're swimming along, bobbing along in the scene, and you get Somewhere something that looks like a Mars bar coming towards yeah, you. Yeah. Don't take a bite. Don't take a bite. It probably ain't one. <laughs> it's earth seaweed. <laughs> earth seaweed. <laughs> One of the things, going back to uh, Live Aid, we got Led Zeppelin that reformed. Uh, very badly, but they reformed. And you got The Who that reformed. I, I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head that did reform. Queen? 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 Queen oh, yeah. No, they didn't no, reform. They went, no, they, they did. did. They did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. they're on the way out. There were a lot of internal wrangling. It was them that's, that, that saved them. I, I, get, I get that. I get that. But there were no official, like, Two or three years split with her before. No way, he had a solo album out. Well, he had Barcelona through his career. But <laughs> he won't I, accept I, I it. He won't accept it. I won't accept it. I was a little disappointed at the time, but and I know why it didn't happen. But I was disappointed why the Thin Lizzy were never reformed for that, because everybody loves Thin Lizzy this side of the pond anyway. Well, but. Were they or were they an alternative band? Sorry? Were they or were they an alternative band? Were they that mainstream? Um, I think so. I never so. thought I know that the they were. The, the, they had packed in and it were only and seven months later Phil were dead. Yeah, he had a massive problem with drugs. He did, yeah. Like he was in a hospital for a few months, wasn't he? Seven months later he were dead after yeah. after Live Aid had been on. But I thought maybe they could have. There was elements behind the scenes that we were always going to dictate, which I've only found out later, that that would never <coughs> happen. Because Bob Geldof's wife at the time... Oh, right, yeah. Paula? Had a, had a bit of a thing for old Philip. Or did Philip have a bit of a thing for her? A bit Paula depends a bit which, of a thing with everybody. <laughs> well, it depends which, which one you're listening to, but some stories go that she had quite a crush on him and she made it perfectly clear that that's what we're happening. And others said he made a play for her, and that's why it was never going to happen that Bob were going to let him onto that show. There was talk about it, apparently, but it were not going to, they were never going to get back on. Bob were not going to allow that one. 
Well, there was a young artist that performed at Live Aid and everybody said, this one is the next up-and-coming artist. Who was it? Oh, you too. Oh, you too well, performed. I'll give you a clue. I, I actually blushed. Well, I have a take on that. Well, I mean, just answer Wayne's question. Oh, first. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a clue. She <laughs> went. Interrupt. She went on to do exactly what they said. She become the one of the new and up and coming biggest things. Cindy Lauper. No. Nope. Madonna. Yes. She did. Yeah, she did. Uh, set, didn't she? Yeah. After her set, they were all saying this new artist here is going to be massive she's she's the new up and coming new kid on the block type of thing and they weren't wrong really i think new kids on the block were after that really yeah yeah 88 what, 89 she, she didn't join them <laughs> she's a new chick on the block well she well you know she might have joined them for after party wayne <laughs> i never i never got the madonna thing no uh I, she listen she was brilliant at what she did she oh. almost going back to about america with, with religion oh yeah she almost killed her her mm. career pop um what was it uh papa Virgin? Papa oh, no 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 it wasn't papa don't preach it was the other one she did with pepsi no i'm, I'm talking about the the advertisement for the curry papa don <laughs> papa don <laughs> papa don't preach <laughs> she did a song that was uh that was going to be promoted with pepsi and she uh had a um, there was a lot of religion in the in the, in the music video, and she kissed a black man in the video, which was extremely controversial at the time. Really, uh, yeah. life is a mystery. What year was that? Eighty uh, nine. When you call my name, it's like a little little prayer. Little prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, yeah, yeah. That she lost that millions of dollars. Really? No, no, she lost millions of dollars with that from Pepsi because Pepsi dropped her. Right. Because she did that music video, and Pepsi were backing the whole thing. And Pepsi didn't want to get involved with religion and, um, you know, a black man and a white woman kissing on TV at the time. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know it had lasted that long. Yeah. Yeah. 89. Yeah, about 89. Sounds, yeah. That sounds weird to us. That. Yeah. Weird. Very strange. Yeah. It's very strange to us over here. That. Yeah. Uh, how did we get down to Madonna? Oh, yeah. You were saying yeah. Madonna. She, yeah. she, she became the superstar that you they yeah. predicted she yeah. would be. Yeah. Yeah. But, like but, I she said, nearly, but she nearly train wrecked it by kissing a like black said, man. I'm not but, a big, I'm but talent, talent pushed her through. I mean, oh, wow. you know, it, whether you like that genre of music or yeah. not, she's extremely talented yeah, in what she, she did. That's, she's very good at what she does. Without question, the yeah. Is, my, uh, she's brilliant yeah, at what she fantastic. does. At the time, fantastic. That, that sort of stuff appeals to teenagers. Controversial, isn't it? Yeah, um, of course. So, yeah. Um, in it's, regards, it's, it's only like what, what came after her when you got like your Westlife and your... Uh, well, the way that they got off those stools so slowly was... Um, is it, you know, all, all, all that type yeah. of stuff. What, they they were prompted it, by Madonna? It, no, as in, it's not my type of stuff, but you can't knock what they achieved. No, no. What, you if know, people are popular, yeah. and, and I don't like them, that's not their fault or my fault. It's just it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if people... The majority rules, don't they? Oh, yeah. I'm not saying the majority is stupid. The majority rules. Well, like t Taylor Swift, typical yeah. example. You know, my, my daughter, you know, she waited in line for hours to get tickets. She ended up getting them. But I, I probably wouldn't go watch her if she was playing in my backyard. No. You know? No. I, but no. I'm not saying she's not talented. Hmm. It's just not... It's just not you. Not me. No. So no. We've had a lot of discussions about Taylor Swift recently. Okay. About the prices of her tickets and the forward. Don't get on that one again. No, I've been told off it. Here, 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 here you go. Here it goes. Well, well my, my big issue with her is uh, she is a multi, multi, multi millionaire. She has a huge following. A lot of her following are young kids, you know, young adults. Yeah. Yet she's sponsored by Capital One credit card in America. Oh, that's that's lovely, isn't you it? You know, and if, <laughs> you, uh, if you're a Capital One credit card member, you get e early access to her tickets. Oh. I, I personally find that terrible, you know. Where's the morals on that? Let's go ahead yeah. and put credit card debt on these young 18, 19-year-old yeah. kids just to yeah. get tickets to go just see to your show. Tickets. She doesn't need that sponsorship to have money because she's a yeah. multimillionaire, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. See, we ne we're not picked yeah. up on that, have no. we? No, no. no oh, I'm a wealth of bullshit. <laughs> 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 
Well, welcome to the rest of it. <laughs> we're knee deep. We're knee deep in it. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll fit right in. <laughs> as, the, as the night goes on, yeah, well, yeah, you'll, yeah. You'll, you'll feel right at home. Yeah, it'll just get better, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the bovine excrement just gets stronger and stronger. In regards to Live Aid again, though, just to put it back, because we, 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 oh, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. mentioned you too. Yeah. And you said that you blushed. Well, I uh, they, uh, Bono thought that he'd actually ruined the band's career. Um, so there's a song in, in their set. So for some reason, Bono's wearing some sort of like tailed coat with some sort of military shoulder pads of the time. And he's, he's got this classic mullet. Yeah. Um, but they they break into a song which is called Bad. And it's got a... Michael Jackson. Um, it's a different sort of bad. It's more oh, like nice. melodic bad. Well, very bad. Very bad. <laughs> Um, and there's a bit in it where it's it's a long song. It's, but I think the the album version is maybe like six or seven minutes. It's it's a decent length song. Um, but Bono uses this opportunity to go down to the crowd. Yeah. And he abandons the band, and the band and the edge is just like just repeating this riff. Yeah. Which it sounds lovely anyway because it's got all this echo and it sounds very spacious and, and stuff. But Bono's like embracing the crowd, and it goes on for far too long. Yeah. And he. he once they come off stage, Bono's like he feels like, oh, I just think I've just ruined our career here. But it's actually the, it made it. They, that, well, it, it did. People it started did. talking about it. I like fantastic. I were. mean, they got away with it, but I nobody else did that. No, nobody I don't else think you could crown. do it now because because that's why I, I found it extremely cheesy. Yeah, but it was the first. But he had a thing about doing that anyway at his concerts, didn't he? Going down to the front of stage and dragging somebody out and dancing with them. It, but yeah. it, well, that was later on though. That was in the nineties. He went down to the front of the stage, pulled somebody over at Barrier, and then insisted that this girl dance with him. Like Bruce Springsteen with Courtney Cox? Well, that one was on the third take. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't practice that one all afternoon. To be fair, that wasn't, by, that wasn't by chance? No, no. Bono's insisting that he dance with him. Yeah, and I, she, I, he drags I, her out and he grabs hold of her. Let's dance. Wait, 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 wait. This, Awkward. No. I don't. Awkward. She looked. She looked worried. She thought Rob Ferris had grabbed hold of her. I think you're being mean there. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think that that anyone would have jumped to the chance to be on centre stage there. Being, well, I wouldn't have. You, I think. I would have danced have. with them. You would have danced with them. <laughs> Bono, choose me. It's Jeff. <laughs> it, it was, me. He's, he's actually four foot two into. He's not. It's not. I'm not saying he's like technically. Oh, a so, so small people can't dance. Well, he can't. He just like you tell that the prince. He just shuffles. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. All right, you, you beat me on that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, neck oil. No, it, I just found it extremely cringeworthy. I liked it. I, I've, it's it's what of, of the performances that I will go to uh, on YouTube on, on the evening. It's either Queen or it's the U two one. Really? Oh, no, it's no cringeworthy. I found it extremely cringeworthy. Did they still have it on YouTube? It did a lot for the career. But well, it did, yeah. It worked. It worked. It's not my cup of tea, but it worked. But what I did find extremely interesting, there's a camera at the back of the stage looking at the back of the people that's playing, whoever that might be, and looking out into the audience. They use that a lot with uh, with Queen. Fantastic shot. Yeah, it's yes. a really good angle because you get the back of the band and they're just doing what they do. I, I, it's a too Sometimes today's... It's too sophisticated, isn't it? And you, you don't see the actual... The transitions and the camera shots and yeah, so on. Yeah. Yes. It's all. It's a lot better. It was a lot better then. It's not weren't as technically good, but it was the camera angles were better because they were limited in how they did it. You enjoy the mistakes. Yeah, It makes yeah. you feel alive, doesn't it? So you've got this angle that's at the back of this, and they've got you two playing. And I noticed, I thought, yes, look at the edge. It's got a digestive biscuit stuck to the back of his head. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh dear. <laughs> the poor man. He was in his early twenties. Yeah. What were he? Twenty four, twenty five. And I thought, oh well, you know, it weren't long after that that he actually started wearing hats. Well, there's a famous photo of Freddie Mercury when he was playing his set at the at Live Aid, and he's he's punching the air. He's got his vest on, his armband on, and yeah. there's a black background. Right. Uh, it's it's a classic photo. It almost looks like it's done in a studio. And I watched a YouTube uh, like mini documentary of the guy that took it. I think it was this Indian chap, and he is is like halfway between the sound deck and the stage. Right. 
and he was trying to find, apparently he was fighting, he knew what picture he wanted to take, he was trying to find the perfect depth of field for where the lights go on him, but not at the back. So I do like when you set up a, a photography studio, you have to angle lights in certain areas so you can get the background dark and the foreground light. And he was waiting for the lights to, to trigger yeah, in you certain want the perfect angle. He knew what photo he wanted, and yeah, it's like yeah. an iconic shot. Yeah, we've always been there, haven't we? We've, yeah, every Wednesday, five, yeah. five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he got it. He got it. Well, so yeah, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. No, I like I like that sort of because you know you've seen it you've seen it in your head you know what then when the lights flare up you know that they're going to be illuminated they've just got to be at the right spot at the right time. And this is manual photography with yeah. film back in the day yeah. without oh, yeah. getting a no preview. No digital stuff. This is going to be sent off to Boots and returned <laughs> back to you in a week. <laughs> and there'll be, there'll be like seven photos of feet. So oh, yeah. what, what were them? You're going to hope it's turned out. What were them things? Right. What used to spit photo and used to waffle? Polaroid. Yeah. Polaroid. Polaroid. Yeah. I still have them. Yeah, my daughter, my yeah, Megan, yeah, my daughter's got one of those. Yeah, yeah. although it does state that you shouldn't shake it because it, it will smudge the ink. Photography, they're a good form of photography. Aren't but they? it does say that you shouldn't shake it after the uh, Outcast song. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. I was going to say, yeah. I thought if it, you shake it, it blows the ink. That's what you're supposed <laughs> to do, wasn't it? Yeah, no. one thing movies taught me no. is serial killers love using those things <laughs> 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 because you capture you capture that image. Then, oh, I've listened to somebody. A serial killer will always buy coloured yarn. Pins and Polaroid pictures. Without question. Yeah. <laughs> I think those guys you got to watch out for. <laughs> and a, a hammer. <laughs> just no, that's just MC. Because oh, right. yeah. it's always hammer time in serial colour time. <laughs> With his red pants. <laughs> so going back to the American thing again. Do you think since COVID, the American music industry is starting to get back on its feet now? As in live gigs and live events. Everything is back to normal. Is, Everything is yeah. back to normal. Um, Are people yeah. going back out to concerts and things yeah. like that? Uh, not, not to get too political about this at all, but England locked down a lot harder than America did. Um, Why do you think that is? I, I don't have an answer for that. I, I guess, don't know. I guess it's a sweeping like rule because we're just a country you've got multiple states with all the different rules yeah, uh, yeah what uh, I meant uh, by it, that question was was it the information we were being given that were telling you everything's fine I think there's a lot of mistrust in the government and, and the information that was given to us oh, 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 come on who trusts the government anyway well yeah well you know this side of the New York State <laughs> Oh well, okay. yeah, California. Yeah, um, you know, so a lot of the southern states, especially Donald Trump. Uh, you know, well, yeah, he said, say what you want about the guy, you know. I mean, I, don't, I like Donald Trump. I don't mind him. I think he's funny. I, I, I personally don't like him. You do realize um, that I, Donald Trump was uh, a president and not a stand-up comedian. Really? I like him. I think it was funny. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know. That. I thought, yeah. I always wanted to know what how much his tickets were. <laughs> well, I, I always said that you, you don't have to like your president, you know. You know, you don't want to have to go have a beer with every president you got, you know. Yeah. So, and I personally don't like Donald Trump, but I thought he real well. But that's 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 another that's another discussion for another time. But um, well, going back to your program, re- this is music. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but going back to what you're saying about um, you know the way things are with music, live concerts, and stuff. You know, like I said, my daughter went to go see Taylor Swift not too long ago. There was like 80,000 people in there. So they're still getting and the crowds. Yes, without question. Back now, what they were getting sure. before sure. COVID. Yeah, yeah, sporting events, concerts. Which is good. Well, yeah, 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 yeah sure, of course. It's, yeah. It's, that's, that's a good when thing. When did it get yeah. back to that situation? That's a good thing. Because we're in 23 now. We're in mid-23. Um, I, I, uh, wow. Um, because you created, you, you had an idea a couple of episodes back that, the reason that it's easy to up the price of tickets because people want to get out there and see a yeah, gig. I do. And I, still, I, 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 do. I wasn't actually convinced by that argument because I think we've been out there for the last 12 months. I still think there's Beyond a... Beyond well, that. If you walk around... That's it, an excuse that we can't use if, anymore. If, I just wonder what it will like over that. Yeah. That but if you walk time. around now, you still see people in masks. And I still think there's still a lot of people... With that, just slightly in back of the mind, there's a hangover effect, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I still think it's out there. I, I, I don't mean. I, I think when I say it's still out there, I still think the people have the that, fear of it. Still, that thing in back of the head. We are. Mm. So in America, yeah. I, well, I mean, I, I, when when COVID first really hit hard in March of 2020, um, things locked down really, really hard, really, really quickly. Um, and I think by August or September of that year, I think people had enough. So people started going out more. Um, I remember going to a bar 
um, I think it was maybe August or September of 2020. Wait, I could drink then. Oh, yeah, every now and then, especially when I do podcasts. Um, but yeah, so um, we were in this bar and it was absolutely heaving at the seams. It was packed full. And I remember turning to my wife and saying, well, there's no COVID in here. <laughs> you know, um, so and, and if you remember, it, it was like a roller coaster, right? You know, yeah. it was ups and downs. Yeah. Um, December of 2020, it started getting bad again. I got COVID um, January of 21. You and, went to that bar? Yeah, yeah that's what did it. Yeah. But um, I, I would say by summer of 21, everything pretty much got back to normal. I, yeah. I can remember talking to you when we were in a major lockdown and you were walking streets of Vegas. Yeah. That could have been any time, though. Well, yeah. Been, <laughs> I think I went, I went to Vegas twice during the pandemic. Yeah. You know, um, I remember the first I time mean, I went. it wasn't as busy as when we were there. No, it there wasn't. Was still quite a few people yeah. knocking around Vegas streets, casinos, bars, restaurants. They were still out and about, mixing. Yeah. And and we were in a major lockdown. We, we couldn't leave us garden. Yeah, December of 21, we went to Vegas. And um, it, although it was a lot quieter than normal, um, there were, if you went to certain events... It was it was pretty busy, pretty packed, yeah. and masks were not. Well, you gigs have to wear still on. Yeah, uh, gigs were still on. Yes, uh, the Michael Jackson show was still going. Uh, Beatles Love um, yeah. was still going. If you guys ever go to Vegas, you got to go see that show. It's fantastic. Well, the the album, the the compilation album, uh, which I think came out like early notices or mid notices, was very good. So I didn't realize it's still running. Yeah, yeah, it's still got. Well, the Mirage is scheduled to be torn down. Um, Next year is it? Next year. Yeah, next year. Hard Rock Casinos. Yeah, Hard Rock Casinos bought the property. Uh, They're going to knock it down. They're going to make this big, gigantic, guitar-shaped hotel. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's tacky. Google it. No, no, it it looks phenomenal. I'll tell you one of the funniest things about Vegas that I've learned since I got back from Vegas is the funniest thing about Vegas is when some pissed-up person forgets what time it is in Europe and phones you at 3 o'clock in the morning... (laughs) When you're awake, or when you're asleep, wakes you up to tell you how drunk he is. That it's hilarious, be, that. That wouldn't be me, would yeah. it? Oh, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he phones him up at three o'clock in the morning. Hey, guess where I am? Hey, guess where I am? I'm in Vegas, baby. <laughs> guess where I am? I'm in bastard bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same, though, is it? <laughs> no. Well, he's pissed me off that he's walked me up. He pisses me off that he's pissed. He pisses me off that he's in Vegas. <laughs> I'm like, asshole. <laughs> so what do you know about this sphere, then, we've been talking about recently? Do you know anything about it? No, about what? What, what? What fear is that? Sphere? Sphere, oh, the one you jumped off. In Vegas. Oh. The bungee jump jobby. Yes. The stratosphere? The sphere musical. Uh, oh, the big round. Yeah. 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 Oh, see, uh, last time I was there, it was being built. And yeah. it looks absolutely ginormous. It looks yeah. amazing. It certainly does, yeah. There's the, been some complaints because it overlooks the golf course and it's just like this big eye that like moves around and yeah. it's just staring at people and distracts them when they're playing golf. Yeah. Oh, what a shame, eh? Oh, what a shame. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's fantastic. That big, It's a huge, huge building. Uh, has it been opened yet, do you guys? No, it's I not, heard you too, aren't I think aren't it's I? just about ready for opening. It's, 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 I think the, yeah. the shell of it's done. It, yeah. They're just decking it out now. I heard that isn't you two going to be the yeah, first band yeah, to perform inside there? Band, Have yeah. they got some sort of long-term residency? Is it yeah, all? they've got X amount of months, which is yeah. very unspecific facts for you there. They've got X amount of time, um, and there's going to be people there. So. Yeah. <laughs> so there are going to be 17,500 people there. Yeah. And it slightly dips below surface at ground. Almost uh, like it's been struck by... It's, it's come from outer space. Yeah, and it does. Around, like and, a, like it's a, a little bit off It's gone... Phish, yeah, it's Spe- a little bit off the strip. Speaking of outer space, oh, here we go. Uh, the Americans of the government have com- have confirmed that aliens exist. Yeah, I heard yeah. about that. But uh, but yeah, everyone's like, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever. We've had COVID. It's fine. <laughs> I hope the, what, what else do you got? All I can say is I hope they've had the jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like what else do you got? Come on. Yeah. 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 What, what what can you do, we? Well, I think as we drift into the the realm of extraterrestrials, we should call this. Mature. mature, and that is, mature. and that is a live aid link. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Sarah.